Did you know more than one in seven U.S. adults have kidney disease and many don't know it? This National Kidney Month, find out what causes kidney disease and what you can do to take control of your health. Take a no-cost Kidney Smart class online at www.davita.com slash kidneysmart. That's www.davita.com slash kidneysmart. Welcome to the Monday edition of Dare to be Damon here on TalkShoe.com. This episode's going to be nothing too contextual, nothing too grandiose. Really, this is a follow-up to something I did a while ago. I want to say maybe about uh, about two months ago or so. It was this personification of me trying to refine what I loved about sports. And it's a, it's a, it's a continuous journey. That, as many of you know, took a lot of winding roads and turns to get here. So without further ado, I'm going to say this. Right now, the College Football National Championship is being played on television. And to be quite honest, I don't really care. I'm not dying to watch this game. I'm not dying to watch collegiate athletes play on national television for two teams I don't really care about. And that's Clemson and Alabama. Alabama coached by Nick Saban. Clemson coached by Dabo Sweeney. Now, if, any, if everyone knows my sporting history, I have never been the utmost college football fan. I root for Notre Dame. I've rooted for Syracuse. I'm more of a college basketball fan. I don't root for the player. I root for the jersey. And that pretty much... I want to say that's what typifies... My sports fandom. Now, as a broadcaster, as a talk show host, as a journalist, whichever way you want to paint the brush here, paint with the brush, I should say, it doesn't feed my soul to watch this game. As I'm talking to you all right now, I'm actually more interested if, in if ever college athletes will get paid as I put the corny air quotes up, they'll get paid for working a nine to five schedule in a sense where they go to class, they balance books, they balance social lives, they balance everything. Oh, and on top of that, they have to play a sport. Remember, it's a sport. Even though a lot of them are getting scholarships, that's all fine and dandy. They're playing a sport. For coaches that themselves, especially in the D1 schools, make six-figure salaries. Now, I don't know off the top of my head how much Nick Saban makes, but I guarantee you he's one of the top, if not the most, handsomely paid head coach in all of college football. So this man, who is supposed to galvanize and motivate these student-athletes to get on the field to give it their all, to win one for the Gipper, whatever corny old saying you want to use from old sports lore. I don't get it. I don't understand how these these young men and even young women and and even other sports can put themselves... And yet, don't don't give me the whole, Damien, they're getting a free education. Stop. Knock, knock, Knock that off. 
Yes, they're getting a free education. I think of like four or five people right now who I knew growing up in college that went to school and got paid to go to school because of the athletic teams they were a part of. Ask me if they're playing sports now. Ask me if they're coaching. Ask me if they're making money in the realm of athletics. Now, don't get me wrong. A couple of them I do know are coaches and or teachers in the academic field or in the uh, sports realm. But knowing that this game is on television, knowing the amount of advertising dollars, knowing the amount of attention this game is going to get between these two teams, and I don't care. I care more about these athletes who are being put on display as some sort of museum piece to the people watching at home, for the people who don't leave the small town, who never leave their small towns, who root for their local teams, who root for the collegiate teams, even though they've never played a down or played an inch of game aside from intramurals in their life. That's irritating. Now, you got some of these fans that are going to call in and scream and yell and say, we won, we won, we won. There is no we. Sport fans need to just watch the game for what it is. You root for a team. Yes. Get in the habit of saying they. When your favorite collegiate athlete bolts for a professional sports league, be it the NFL, the NBA, hockey, or whatever, and again, you're listening to Dear to be Damien on TalkShoe.com, when they bolt... Are you hurt? Are you annoyed? Do you get ticked off when a coach leaves with two years left on his contract to leave to a bigger school and get a bigger payout? Isn't that the American way? Isn't that the whole shebang bang about just commerce and and trying to make money and better ourselves? How are these kids bettering themselves? Themselves. I mean, are you going to hit me with the proverbial again? They're getting this education. It's preparing them for the real world and all this other nonsense. No. No, 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 no. Don't give me that. Long story short, guys, and I'm not going to belabor this point much longer after this one segment. College athletes should be paid. If you really think they shouldn't be paid, then are you the person paying to go watch these games or are you the 10-year graduate graduated student who shows up to tailgate parties trying to relive some history or some memory that you never had? Is that what you're doing? Because if that's what you're doing, grow up. Everyone wants these kids to grow up and, and to be adults and be leaders. You know what I want these kids to do? I want them to graduate. I want them to get a degree. I want them to be... Decent contributors to the human existence that stretch far beyond their damn athletical skill, athletic skill. Give me a break. Yes, Derrick Henry won the Heisman Trophy. How many of you actually give a crap? How many care? How is that going to help Derrick Henry in the future if he blows out his kneecap a la Marcus Lattimore when he played for South Carolina? How's that going to happen? Remember, remember the old Penn State running back, Kajana Carter, who blew out his knee on his first professional NFL carry? Yeah, he was a running back for the Bengals, blew his knee out in the first carry he ever played. What do you do then? What do you do all these draft picks who get drafted and they blow out knees, blow out ankles, get concussions? Do you care then? 
Do you care that they were upstanding citizens, that they graduated top of their class, cum laude, or whatever you want to slice it with? Do you care about that? I didn't think so. I don't think Merle over in Podunk Town, whatever, cares that this running back comes from a family that is broken and disheveled, and he's their only way out of poverty by getting to the big dance, by getting to the NFL. Or person Z from Podunk Town X cares that their hometown team landed a top five-star recruit after they're going to leave after one season to go to the NBA, and then they're going to badmouth the kid. The one minute they're going to say, oh, this is the greatest thing ever, and then after that, they're going to say, well, what the hell? This kid shows no loyalty to the school. Well, coaches don't show loyalty, do they? Do you, the fans, show loyalty? Yeah, blindly. So while y'all sitting at home watching the college football national championship game, and don't get me wrong, if Notre Dame was in it, I'd have a vesting interest like they were a few years ago. But let's face facts. If you're like me and you live in the Northeast, unless you put money on this, you don't care. You don't care about who the running backs are. You don't care about the quarterbacks unless it's going to valuable. To, unless it's going to be valuable for your team, your hometown team, whatever homer nonsense you got going on. So save me all the rah rah. Save me all the BS. Save me all the nonsense. If you got a problem with what I'm saying, you can hit me up on Twitter. Dare to be Damien on Twitter on TalkShoe.com. You can hit me up Damien underscore Gracia Hotmail.com. Share your thoughts. Fight me on it. Mentally stimulate me. Go tete-a-tete with me on this college football thing, on sports in general. How crazy is the fanatic symptoms? How How crazy is it to stay a fan but not really love the sport anymore? Is it possible? Again, let me know. Dare to be DamienTalkShoe.com. Welcome back to Dare to be Damien Talkshoe.com in conjunction with the Broadcasters Mentoring Group. Before the break, you had me talking about college football and how it correlates to my being a sports fan and why I don't care as much as I should or probably as much as everybody out there. Again, college athletes being paraded like it's the Westminster Dog Show on national television while these multi-million dollar coaches get paid hand over fist for your advertising dollar to watch their teams battle it out, as I put, again, the dorky air quotes. But you don't really care about the players, you care about the jersey, and that's okay. But at least admit it. At least cop to it. Like, I can admit, I'm not watching it, and I'm not going to watch it. Because I don't care about the teams. I'm a New Yorker. I may think nationally, as far as the sports stories are concerned. But it's not enough to make me to turn on my television. The Nielsen ratings isn't going to get me tonight, so why bother? But again, this is a, the journey from being a fanatical sports fan to being an objective sports observer. Now that brings me to my next point, the NFL playoffs. Neither the Jets nor the Giants are in the playoffs in the NFL this season, right? Okay, cool. You would think I don't really care. But if you know me, you know what I'm going to say here, or you should have a good idea. I'm focused on the story. Not who won, not who lost, not how many yards were thrown, not how many rushing yards were retained, not how many sacks happened. I'm more concerned about the death threats that one Minnesota kicker has been receiving since missing the field goal supposedly to win the game 
for the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, if you're paying attention out there, if you were watching yesterday's game, you saw how bad it was for one Blair Walsh of the Minnesota Vikings. Blair Walsh, the place kicker, who had a chance to win the game and send his team to the NFC Divisional Round, missed a very makeable field goal. Now, that's not the story. Yeah, that's the context. That's not the main context. That's more the topical story. What I don't understand is why is the man receiving death threats from people on Twitter, on social media, on his Facebook? Are you kidding me? People are sending him death threats as if what he really did caused the seismic shift in the world's landscape. Yeah, he missed a field goal. So what? He's human. Yes, if it was the Giants, I'd be pissed off too. But do you think I want to tell the guy go jump in a river and die? Do I? Am I telling the guy to go kill himself? Am I wishing death upon him and his family? You got to be kidding me, man. You have to be kidding me with the way that these fans are responding on Twitter. Oh my goodness, the man is getting death threats. His wife is getting death threats. Calls. They're probably getting called. And I, believe me, I've experienced this where I know people in athletics who have experienced death threats, who have experienced hate mail, who experience bad emails, people threatening them or their family. Again, the last segment I mentioned the term grow up. Well, you know what? Some of you fans really need to grow up yourselves because this is ridiculous. Okay? You're getting mad because a grown man missed a field goal. Okay? Missed the kick. Yes, it hurts his team. The team goes home. Aw, Minnesota fans, I'm sorry. Did you really think you had a chance of winning the Super Bowl this year with Teddy Bridgewater, Adrian Peterson? You had an okay defense. Mike Zimmer as your coach. Yeah, that's all great. But really... Really think about just about this for yourselves. Did you really think the Vikings were going to actually do anything this year? No. So be happy they made the playoffs. Look, I want to take you back to baseball season really quick. I'm a New York Mets fan. All right? Born and bred. Born with the blue and the orange. The Mets made the World Series. Was I angry they lost? Was I angry that Terry Collins left Matt Harvey in in the ninth inning to pitch to one too many hitters that thusly caused the Mets to lose the game? In the moment, annoyed. Overall, doesn't affect my life. And that is the changeover from sports fan to sports observer. I can still root for my team. I can still root for players. I can root for anything. I can have a vesting interest. But I'm not going to live, breathe, and die. And that's something I wish more people could debate me on. I've heard the whole rumblings of, this is all we got, Damien. If we live in small towns, this team is all we got to root for. And I understand that. Okay, I get it. But at the same token, why do you shift with the peaks and the valleys of these teams to the point where you yourself feel the agonizing pain as if you yourself are on the field? I don't, I don't get it. Look at the other teams that won. Houston. The Houston Texans got blitzed 30, some odd to, 30 to nothing. Sorry, 30 to nothing. They booed Lil John in the middle of his halftime concert because, you know, he sings turned down for what? Not what, but what to commemorate J.J. Watt of the Texans. Did you really think, Houston fans, that you were going to make some noise? Casey destroyed you. The Chiefs 
destroyed your team. You had a below average quarterback. You're lucky to get in the playoffs with a weak division because the Colts didn't do anything. Be happy your team made it, man. Be happy your team did something. And again, dare to be Damien, talkshoot.com. I'm over here talking about how the fan jumps to fanatic and how that affects the psyche of the fan base. So again, the Texans got demolished, right? The Vikings lost in heartbreaking fashion. Leave Blair Walsh alone. Leave Brian Hoyer alone. Leave every single athlete that makes a mistake or doesn't win the game or doesn't come clutch for your team. What did you invest? Are you a season ticket holder? Do you pay their salaries? Do you go to every single game religiously? Mind you, sports is entertainment. I want to remind you all out there, sports is entertainment. Just like wrestling is entertainment. Just like medieval times is entertainment. Your life shouldn't predicate based on sports. And again, that's why I've shifted from being a fanatic to being an observer. I said in the last segment about the national championship game, I'm saying it now about the NFL playoffs. It doesn't really bother me. What really annoys me is the fact that you fans out there act as if you really own the team. You act as if you own these players' lives, as if they owe you something. They owe the teams they play for because they get paid to do so. In college, they own the teams they play for Because that's the team that's paying for their education. Same like me and you who goes to work 9 to 5 every day. We work for the company that pays our salaries. And in college's case, it pays the kids room and board. In football and any other pro athlete's case, it pays the bills. It's a job. It could be a career, but it's a job. So again, 0 for 2 on the whole bringing Damien back into the sports lexicon and, and getting me to enjoy to enjoy sports in general. And again, you can debate me on Twitter at Dare to be Damien on Twitter. You can hit me up on Damien underscore Gracia, a hotmail.com. Look me up on talkshoe.com. It's Dare to be Damien. I'm doing this in conjunction with the Sportscasters Mentoring Group. So maybe as the week goes on, I'll get a little bit more interested in what the cards may hold, and my cards, I mean the Arizona Cardinals, who now, according to Vegas, opened at 3-1 to to reach the Super Bowl in the NFC. Now, those are pretty damn good odds. Top-notch defense, good quarterback, all-pro receiver, a, a burgeoning running back, and this kid Johnson. No, not, not that Johnson. Not the Johnson that, that used to play for the Jets. <laughs> you know, not uh, the guy who got kicked out of, of Tennessee. This is a good team, a good on the come up team. Watch out for them. On the other hand, watch out for the Kansas City Chiefs this weekend against the, De- uh, the Denver Broncos. Because you know what? I think this is the year that Alex Smith sheds the whole game manager thought process. You know why? There's no rhyme or reason to it. If Denver can continuously blitz on the corners with their rush, with their rush, then I don't see Alex Smith making a lot of mistakes. He's not prone to them to start with. But if 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 Denver can keep the pressure on the Chiefs' defense, if Peyton Manning and his grandpa Noodle Arm can keep the pressure on, there's no doubt in my mind that this is going to be a good game. I don't think Denver deserves to be favored. To be quite honest with you. KC's won 11 in a row. I don't think 
that the Broncos deserve to be favored, even though it's being played at mile high. I think the Chiefs deserve to be favored. That's my sleeper pick, honestly, for this weekend coming up. It's going to be the... I'm rooting for the Chiefs in the AFC. In the NFC, do I really bet on against Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the universe. He's a bad man, according to some people. He's the king of the discount double check. But you know what? I might have to ride with Arizona, man. I, I just, just the way I'm seeing it, the Arizona Cardinals and the Kansas City Chiefs might be your Super Bowl this year. And if I'm right, high five. If I'm wrong, so what? I'm not a psychic. But let's be honest here. The way you're going to get me back into sports if you give me an underdog story. At least in football. Not in basketball, though. Because... If anyone's listened to my show, they know I'm starting to appreciate the sport of basketball a lot more. Why do I say that? Come back and find out. Dare to be Damien Talkshoe.com. Welcome back to Dare to Be Damien Talkshoe.com, done in conjunction with the Broadcasters Mentoring Group. I was talking about the fact that I'm appreciating the NBA. I, I've done this before in previous episodes, so I want to take a couple of minutes to give my big shout out to a team in the NBA that I enjoy reading about and watching. It's not the Golden State Warriors. Sorry, guys. It's not the New York Knicks, even though I'm a hometown Knicks fan. It's not even the Philadelphia 76ers who are so bad that they make it so enjoyable to watch them lose. It's the continued excellence of the San Antonio Spurs. I mean, it's it's almost as if you could take person A, plug them in, and this team still runs like a well-oiled machine. I mean, Jesus, man. How old is Tim Duncan? How old is Manu Ginobili? <laughs> And they just keep rolling with LaMarcus Aldridge, with David West, with the with with this um, you know Kawhi Leonard. I, I'm speechless with Kawhi Leonard becoming the the new two way player star in the NBA. He's not underrated anymore. He shouldn't be because if he is, then you're not paying attention. He doesn't talk much. No one on the Spurs talks. Good. They go out. They play ball. They win. That's all I care about. If I'm a fan of the game, I don't care about how much my people talk, my, my team talks to the press. I care about how you put everything out on the on the court. How you play as a team. Ball movement. Three-point shooting. Things like that. Graceful artistry. And I know I'm getting a little highbrow for some of the whole other fandom NBA people out there who just want to jump on bandwagons and ride it till the cows come home. No, I can admit as a Knicks fan, I appreciate the San Antonio Spurs. Now, I'm not a born and raised Spurs fan, but as long as Greg Popovich has been the coach of that team, as long as Tim Duncan has been a part of that team, playing the game, quote unquote, the right way has never looked so good to me. Again, ball movement, just team play, unselfishness. Last week, Tim Duncan didn't even score a point in an NBA game for the first time in God knows how long. And, and, and over what? Maybe the second time in his career only? A third time in his career he's done that? Where he didn't score a single point? And the team still won. I've talked about David West giving up that guaranteed $12 million to take the veterans minimum for $1 million. 
And you know why he did that? He'd get a chance to play for one. He'd play for a contender. The man's made money. He wants a ring. It's not like Glenn Robinson who won. And again, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Glenn the Big Dog Robinson actually won a ring with the San Antonio Spurs toward, toward the tail end of his career. What is it with, with the uh, San Antonio Spurs where you just go there and automatically you're... you're your, your team winning A, you know what I mean? It's, it's one of those things where, what's in the water in San Antonio? I've been to San Antonio. It's not all that exciting. But apparently, it's exciting to watch basketball in San Antonio. And again, you're listening to Dare to be Damien, com. But give a look. If you got NBA League Pass, watch the Spurs play. Watch them pass the ball. Watch them function as a unit. Watch people like Patty Mills, Boris Diaw, all... Uh, all these unheralded unheralded players, all these people who would never scratch the light of day on maybe your hometown team, but on this team, they're an integral part, man. I mean, Ginobili's like, what, the eighth man? Manu Ginobili's like the eighth or ninth man on the team. Tony Parker's getting up there in age. Again, they got LaMarcus Aldridge this year. David West shored up the front court, got some backcourt depth. Danny... Danny Green is actually struggling this year. But yet, it keeps moving along because of Kawhi Leonard, because of Tim Duncan, because of the aforementioned Aldridge, because of the aforementioned David West. And and they got the number one reason why they're so good. Greg Popovich. And I, and I got to tell you, man, NBA fan, love me some Spurs. That's a renaissance team. That's a team that harkens back, that can play... 80s, 90s, early 2000s style basketball in this new age of basketball where skill and and 3 and D and fast break and transition is all the rage. Spurs just keep on trucking, man. Teams in the West keep falling off like the Grizzlies, the Clippers. They're the Spurs. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate the Golden State Warriors. I love Steph Curry. But team-wise, Spurs all day, man. I, 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 that's, a, that's the best I could put it out there. So let me know again your thoughts. Let me know on TalkShoe.com, on Dare to be Damien on Twitter. You can hit me up, Damien underscore Gracia, Hotmail.com. That wraps up this show for this week. I'm making it a quick hit because, let's face facts, I got games I'm not going to be watching, but I still got to pay attention for the sake of the show. So again, you can tweet me, Dare to be Damien, Damien underscore Gracia, Hotmail.com, TalkShoe.com. See you next week, guys. Did you know more than one in seven U.S. adults have kidney disease and many don't know it? This National Kidney Month, find out what causes kidney disease and what you can do to take control of your health. Take a no-cost Kidney Smart class online at www.davita.com slash kidneysmart. That's www.davita.com slash kidneysmart.